cougar bait. We welcome Harold, the male cheerleader. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, pleasure, man. You know, we've been um we're honored to be in your presence. <laughs> let me let me give this out of the way, man. You went from one of the one of the most winningest high school wrestlers to a male cheerleader. Yeah. Explain that route. So yeah, end of high school I'd had some offers to wrestle small schools and didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Sounded garbage cutting weight for four more years and at a low level. It's just like what's really the point in my mind. Yeah. So uh my wrestling coach did it when he was in college. I knew some other people who did it and sounded fun and so my coach got me the information to try out and uh kind of just showed up on a whim by myself and tryouts were uh, it's like a three-day thing had to miss one of the days for a lacrosse game I remember after the first day my parents go how was it what'd you do because they got no clue what's going on yeah so i explained it to them and i'm like i just it was so weird i don't think i liked it at all like this yeah. just isn't for me yeah well that had, that had to be weird kind of like i don't know much about about cheerleading but how do you go weird kind of going from you know your team sport atmosphere you know surrounded by and this is just what i see like a it's, it's a lot of dudes kind of dudes. Right. And then go into a sport where it's, you know, co-ed. Yeah. That would just be an odd environment for me. Yeah, it's definitely weird because, I mean, there are co-ed sports, obviously, but it's nothing I've ever done. It's the yeah. first time I've done it. So it's a uh, it's a learning curve, especially getting older and getting to a point of leadership of uh, – Squad. Yeah, I mean, you it's can't – yeah, yeah, you can't treat the same way you would football practice of yeah, run it again, do it harder, blah, blah, blah. I mean – Girls don't take criticism the same way guys do, so it's something you got to uh, tiptoe around and figure out and yeah. make mistakes easily. And so, how how do how do they take criticism? Like, how do you like, let's say a girl's not doing a a flip or or I don't you know a twirl the way she is. How would how do you tell her to do that? Well, it's kind of a case by case basis, really. It's um, especially so the point I'm at now. It's any of the guys. It's easier to. Uh, tell them direct like what's going on i think at this point we got one senior who's leaving and so excluding him i'm the uh most experienced person on the team yeah um not the best by any means but i've been here the longest and so most of the guys will listen to me if i have something to say to them something to correct yeah girls too i think they respect my your judgment yeah my knowledge on it but uh you got to come across case by case, you know, uh, different girls need different things. Some can take a more direct approach. Yeah. Some need a uh, compliment sandwich of, yeah, you did good change this, but good job, you know, type For deal. Sure. Um, it's case by case, learning personality and making sure those, uh, you, you got to keep the relationships throughout the team yeah. healthy. Cause culture goes bad. Yeah. It's hard to, it just sucks being a practice. You exactly. know, Exactly. it's just like any sport. I feel like, right. Know, it's like, guys probably don't share a locker room, but like what goes on in the locker room is kind of the most important part of the output of what comes out in the field. Like right. You got to have a strong connection between the whole, all ranks. Yeah. So let me ask you like the process of trying out because you've had no previous training experience going into this. Right. And what, what was the trial like for you? What was the tryout? So essentially it was three days of kind of just bringing um, people who, everyone who was on the team before has to try out again. Okay. Um, we're doing it a little bit differently this year, but historically this is how it's done or when I tried out and, uh, everyone comes in, it's three days and sort of just, um, there's like the, the throwing the girls and catching them all that's just called stunting. So uh, you do that right away. 
get right into that yeah pretty much so Jeez. they uh they start teaching start showing you what to do and yeah so it's different i mean girls grow up cheerleading they work their whole lives to get to this point and this is the pinnacle of the sport for them being a college yeah. cheerleader and uh guys we uh we really just need bodies yeah. so i mean every every guy on the team's got a different story of how they're doing it why they're doing it it's uh yeah you really show up if the guys seem to have potential and uh strong athletic really just look like they could be a benefit to the team usually yeah. there's a spot for them i was uh I came in having some tumbling experience. I could do like flips and stuff in high school. Yeah, just, yeah, I remember doing that. You doing that shit? Yeah, just growing up trampoline and stuff and throwing around my body really. But so yeah, coming in with that is a benefit and that helps looks good in the coach's eyes as yeah. There's some sort of baseline, you know. Yeah, I mean, are there positions like are there like certain? I don't know. Is there is there a variety in, in male cheerleaders or do you guys all have a similar responsibility, similar similar job? So for some schools, it's uh different schools do things different ways. Yeah. Um, some schools have guys who are strictly tumblers, so they'll do flips almost primarily. Some schools will have guys that are only stunters, and they're just, I mean, some like refrigerator just dudes. I mean, mass yeah. moves mass. And so they're like offensive linemen. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, they're chucking these girls to the moon. The okay. strength of some of these guys is just obscene. But on our team, everyone does everything. Some people are better at one aspect of it than the other. Yeah. Some people are learning both at the same time. And stunting is really the more important part. But if guys can tumble, that's that's sweet. Most of our guys can do just a standing backflip. Um, but that's sort of like the bare minimum. Like if a girl doesn't have one, she's not even allowed on the team. Jeez. Are all these girls like a very similar build? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, they're little girls. It's... Yeah. uh. I should probably rephrase that little women <laughs> yeah they're they're <laughs> they're small women i mean yeah. yeah they're all at least 18 yeah, um they gotta hit the mat sometimes do you guys ever drop one it happens i mean we do we put a huge emphasis on spotting and catching yeah. and being safe with what you're doing and every time someone's being thrown there's another guy there just spotting okay. to make sure to catch but uh i mean shit happens i've seen it a couple times of a girl falls off Either oh. just a stunt of a guy holding her and something goes weird, or build pyramids, which is like a girl's on a guy's shoulder and they throw another girl up on top of that. Yeah, and uh I've seen that. So I mean we got a lot of guys ready to catch for that, but stuff gets kicked out, something happens, things fall weird and shit falls fast and um yeah. it's terrible to see. It's a terrible feeling. And so it's yeah. uh Yeah, I used to watch Fail Army in high school and like some of the videos like those like competitive cheerleaders. Yeah. They're like eight feet in the air like doing flips and shit and they just drill the mat it's yeah. like that whiplash where their head just kicks back and hits the floor man that's just it's like a cringe watching it man yeah and it, sound too it's yeah oh. um i mean it was weird because over the covid year we didn't really do a whole lot we we got to go to the games and be in the stands and that yeah. was it but uh so we didn't practice we didn't throw much and then when we came back there was a huge turnover from the last time we'd actually been doing stuff actively and so okay. of the few people who like were returning trying to emphasize like hey spot you have to spot like we've done pretty good but just keep it up because if something yeah. happens it's bad and uh one day a girl fell basically backwards hit her back first and head whipped into the mat oh. and it was uh it was just terrible it was, yeah uh, it was just really a wake-up call for everyone like oh shit this yeah. is what y'all been talking about this is serious yeah. and it's like 
the girls don't hold it against the guys because it's not like it was purposeful and everyone's trying their hardest to make sure that doesn't happen. But the guy who's in that position is just like devastated for sure. It's it's tough, but it doesn't happen often, few and far between. Knock on wood. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's part of the game. You get do you get like a like any other sport? You, you get like a pump during this, like like when you're lifting up. You're putting girls on your your hands, lifting above your head, and and doing all these routines, and you gotta feel physically fatigued after yeah. cheer practice. It's uh normal practices aren't always super intense. It's nothing outside of like it's not crazy, you know. But um, when we're practicing for nationals, I mean, this year we're doing three a day practices for two weeks, and Jeez. it was those are um brutal. Yeah, it's just everyone's body is beyond beat, but. Yeah, I mean, we lift. I started, especially over COVID, lifting a lot outside of Yeah, I noticed that. Cheer. You got a sick garage setup, man. Yeah, we uh really put that together in a couple of days and just yeah. went to town over the next couple of months. No, and, yeah, dude. I, I've seen you guys tossing around weight. You guys were tossing around weight. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, because I, I was working from home. I was yeah. on an internship and just working at home and lift in the morning, go to work. And then if I'm not too tired in the evening, I had nothing else to do, just go lift again and just eating. That's about it. Yeah. So dude, I, I've actually, there's a whole side of social media that's like fitness oriented. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a whole category of social media, like previous episodes of like openly shit on social media. Yeah. You know how it's the downfall of, you know, our generation shit. But I honestly looking at it, I, I think there's a lot of positive benefits health wise with, with social media. You know, I feel like now, I mean, look back and like, 2007 2008 when the obamas were coming into office and like the whole problem was america's obesity like everybody's fucking fat like we're feeding our kids gmos that all the kids are blowing up but i feel like now like i mean i'm not looking at the charts of of childhood obesity or obesity amongst countries but i feel like for the most part in recent years we've kind of taken an upswing and like kind of adapted to like a kind of healthy maybe not the whole world but a healthy fitness culture and i feel like that has to do with social media's impact what what are, what are your thoughts on that i mean it's a double-edged sword obviously as all things are there's positives negatives i mean like if you go on tiktok or instagram and go down their reels and stuff that's yeah. all it's it's going to show you what it wants to show you those algorithms are stupid good it's scary good. good but um yeah i mean like i get a lot of lifting stuff on mine and it's 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 motivating it's yeah. to some people it might be intimidating so sure. can turn yeah. them off of it but like one of my good buddies at school um look up lifting with larry on instagram lifting with larry shout instagram. out instagram he's uh he's a freak and he he posts his workouts he posts what he does and that's that's the kind of stuff that's good it's inspiring yeah, to see for and, sure dude but then for that there's all these dudes who are just blowing smoke up your ass yeah. if either they're not natural and they're just talking about yeah, their they're physique. talking to natural like oh i just i just eat a handful of almonds when I wake up. That's how I got this jacked. Oh, do you, do you see fucking Liver King? Have you seen that yeah. guy? Yeah, dude. Obscene. <laughs> Just crazy. I, I mean, mean I, I don't know, man. He, he says some, Liver King says some shit like, I brush my teeth with the bristles of, of like some brute. Like he brushes teeth like a stick. I'm like, <laughs> there, there's no way. And he's got white ass teeth. Like there's no way this is real. I, I just can't imagine that everything he says is real. And yeah. he's forcing like his son and his wife. Yeah. He's like liver boy and liver queen. He just fucking raw liver. Yeah, he literally gives him a plate of like raw liver and <laughs> testicles like yeah. to feed his kid. Like, 
It's gotta be. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's like just call child services. Yeah. You're feeding your kid testicles yeah. and like nothing else. Like give him a fucking Snickers bar. Yeah, seriously, dude. He like he like comes home from the sleepover after having like pizza rolls and like chips and shit. He comes home. He's like, "What's for dinner, daddy?" He's like, "Liver yeah. and testicles." <laughs> just, yeah, it's just send him on a hunt. Yeah, go on, go go in the backyard. Yeah, I haven't seen it enough, but I mean, <laughs> dude's in like yeah. he's in his physique is crazy, insane. He looks wild, looks but like insane. I don't, I can't believe he does that. Yeah, and his, his secret's like his liver king concoction. Yeah, he's got it's like, like an all wooden syrup. gym in yeah. the woods and he's just eating liver and testicles and like fucking scooping bone marrow right out of the bone. Yeah. Like, like and it's, it's not like, it's like raw. Everything's yeah. raw. He like killed one of, he's got a cow or something at his house and killed it and he's like, we're eating like, like snout to tail or whatever the hell he says and literally like pulled the liver out and took a bite out of it. <laughs> He sleeps on like a fucking piece of plywood covered that. in I wool. Saw that. Yeah, <laughs> piece of plywood <laughs> covered in wool. The thing that gets me though is he goes like, "Oh, this is how our ancestors lived." <laughs> yeah, because they had to. You think if yeah. you gave him a, like a queen yeah. size memory foam mattress, they'd be sleeping on the fucking ground? Seriously? Like, yeah. there's no way. It's ridiculous. It's all about like the ancestral like genes to like provide for yourself. But it's like, dude, like they they did like you said they did that shit because they had to like. Like the what the agricultural revolution, it like changed society because people didn't have to spend the entirety yeah. of their lives subsistence farming. Yeah, yeah, like you can get food now. You can spend your time working or doing anything else. You don't need to like farm the entire day just to stay alive yeah. or hunt. It's ridiculous. I might try the Liver King diet. Try it for a day, dude. Let's try it for a day. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you could pay me enough to eat just raw liver. I mean, okay, I take that back. I, I do it if you're paying me, but it's like the liver king concoction. It's not just raw liver. Is raw liver in it? Because I'm not it's, touching it's that. Raw liver with maple <laughs> syrup on it. Yeah, that's nasty. And it's, it's homemade, homogenized like Greek yogurt. <laughs> See, now in the same breath, though, I don't think he's inherently doing anything negative for no. the lifting community. He's just, in my opinion, a nut. But in a, in, in a certain way, I kind of feel. I feel like he just wanted to differentiate himself and kind of give his own you know have his own brand i mean he really made a brand off it. He oh yeah he's, he's, he's like, got a huge brand like now liver like it's an ancestral like something and he literally sells like liver multivitamins yeah i mean he's got a million followers on instagram yeah. like he's he's doing something right and i just think he's a weirdo but think, hey yeah. more power to you yeah he found his own niche of the business dude i you mean yeah and there's a lot more found a lot more negative stuff Although I will say, like, I feel like it used to be a huge problem for, like, magazine covers and all this shit and Instagram and, like, tearing down girls especially. Yeah. But I, I think I've seen a lot more now of girls, like, having, like, a fitness page or doing yeah. this or just, like, oh, like, my friends are lifting, my friends are working out. Yeah. Now, a lot of them don't know what they're doing, but, and I don't, I, <laughs> sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. A lot of girls who want to start don't know what they're doing and they yeah. don't know where to start. But the hardest part, you just got to start. Like, people are there to help you. Yeah. If you know a friend or just a, someone appear with a lifting page, send them a message. 90% of the time, they're going to be more than happy to help you. Yeah. And, and and I think, too, you know, some people, the, the action it takes to, like, go to the gym. Yeah. And be around other people. And, and they get intimidated and they get, but, dude, at, at some point, you just have to cut that shit out and just be like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be able, I'm not doing what the people around me are doing. 
on my own journey, on my own path, you know, and I feel like sometimes girls, some guys kind of get intimidated in that process. Yeah. I mean, it's reasonable. I mean, it is. you just gotta, in my opinion, you gotta find out why you're doing it and yeah. stick to it. Just find your path, dude. I, when I really started, uh, I had a semi reason why, but I just wanted to like get in better shape really and help yeah. with cheer also. But what really got me like motivated to continue going was how much better my day felt if I lifted in the morning as soon as I got yeah. that out of the way and like walk home from the gym. Cause like you said, I was lifting in my buddy's garage on campus. Um, I'd walk at home. I was like, wow, I feel fantastic. Like yeah. I'm ready to go to work or do whatever I exactly. got to do. And I feel like too, it's a great stress relief. A hundred percent. Like I lift a lot in the afternoons and um, I have a shitty day, dude. And I go to the gym and I just get a, a good workout, man. You leave there and you're completely refreshed. You're complete. Your mind is, and I just leave in a more clear mindset than I did entering the gym. Yeah. There's science behind it that, that improves that. But dude, I think it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, and I, I hate, I hate hearing people say it, but it's true. Of like some, some people have a hard time taking a day off. Yeah. And now, I don't have a hard time doing nothing. Getting to the gym isn't just like oh, I have to like I have to better myself. It's just I get to be by myself for yeah two hours and not worry about whatever the hell else is going on. Yeah, I mean it's like same thing. Some people go like practice for sports or whatever, but even then you're dealing with other people. There's stuff there they'll piss you off. You're in the gym, yeah, just hang out by yourself, listen to some good music, and get some work done. Yeah, dude, I I think um. I think that's a big thing that not a lot of people really full, fully get into or, or fully appreciate it. Self-love, dude. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people dive into, uh, dive into relationships with other people or, conf- you know, complicated friendships when, when they're not really friends with themselves, dude. And I think that that time spent alone, your mind and your thoughts, you know, I, I think, I don't think, I, I know, you know, getting getting to be completely in tune with yourself is is so important. It's so therapeutic and it's so beneficial for, for your mind and, 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 and operate. I feel like I, I work at a better level when, when I'm more. In- I mean, yeah, but it, it's terrible to be, I shouldn't say terrible, but you see people who are just totally codependent with the spouse or a significant yeah. other. And it's like, like, I hope you guys are happy as can be. Like I, I have nothing yeah. against you for doing that, but if something happens and you're not with them or, I mean, who knows, but like if your life and your personality and like who you are is tied up in anyone but yourself and what are you doing? Yeah. Like stuff can be taken away. Don't tie your identity and stuff that's finite. No, exactly, man. A lot of people dive in relationships and they're not really they're not really in a good relationship with themselves. And that just leads to a toxic unorganic well, you, you expect, relationship. You expect them to fix you or something, or yeah. you're trying to fix them, like and then you're both in a stage where you're both leeching off each other for for help and it's just it's, it's not fair to the other person it's, it's not, not fair to yourself it's not man you know that's that's a deep rabbit hole too dude relationships man yeah we'll have to drop a valentine's episode just diving into the depths of, of love yeah the epitome of sex just get an ex-girlfriend on here see see what comes up yeah man i'll, I'll pass dude <laughs> i will pass every time i look at you i throw up my fucking mouth uh, I'm sure the Cougar Bait fans would love it, though. Yeah, dude. If a if a girl listened to this podcast, what would be her thoughts, dude? Oh, it depends on the episode. Yeah. The uh, the mental orgasm might have been um, 
not mental orgasm, psycho orgasm. Psycho orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cougar Bay's not for everybody, dude, but it's for cool ass people. Intellectuals. Real intellects, man. Yeah. A while back, actually last time we hung out, we went to a we went to a movie theater, which isn't big now, which yeah. kind of makes me sad. I, I agree. I honestly I love going to the movies. I love watching a good movie. Yeah. Popcorn is just like half the reason I go, but I yeah. mean I mean, everyone complains about the prices, but I think I think movie theaters are an experience. And I'm I'm down to soak the twenty dollar popcorn fee and fucking candy cost. You all soak that shit. But it's cause it's all for the experience. It's like it's like going to the amusement park. Like you go you go to the, the movie theater to to escape reality, to, to get away. But we um uh, with that, I mean, two weeks ago, I went to see a movie with a friend and what, 25 bucks for popcorn and a ticket, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah. I went out last weekend, spent $35 at a bar. It's just like, yeah, that's a waste of money to me. Yeah, Going to the movies. I had a good time. Hung out with my friend. It was nice. Um, We saw we saw Candyman. That shit was fucking weird. I still don't fully understand it. I'd kind of want to watch it again, but like, I don't know if I want to go through it again. Yeah. Well, I think there's like previous Candyman's. I think there's a Candyman like one and two that were made well before that Candyman. That movie was just the type of fear it instilled in me. Like had like tripod phobia. With, like, uh, yeah. You know, the fear of holes. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hated that shit. And just yeah. like the nature of it was like, it was kind of grotesque. And like the, the premise behind it was just, it was super just eerie and creepy. And I mean, and I think going to the movie theater itself makes it more creepy because you have that surround sound. You have, you know, the ambiance is all there. And sure. And any anytime you see a movie that's sort of like a thriller or a horror movie or something, you got to drive home by yourself and it's, yeah. it's midnight. Not for me. Yeah. Well, what was weird about that movie is it was sort of like, well, obviously it was made up and it was stuff that isn't going to happen. But it's weird to watch like the character dive into madness. Like he's seeing this and he's just going through this like psychotic breakdown, sort of like he's deteriorating. And it's it's something to think about. I mean, not I don't think I'm going to see any of my friends anytime soon saying they're seeing people in the basement or whatever the hell is going on. But like just watching someone break down and people are like not believing them. It's. It's scary to think about. Yeah, it's weird. Those are the type of movies that freak me out are the psychological thrillers. Yeah. Um, you know, the movies that play Saw. The, Dude, I watched uh this past weekend I watched um Killing of the Sacred Deer. I haven't seen that. It's an A twenty four movie. So it's like the same people that made hereditary and like midsummer. So it's like the super creepy, like they have like music that plays into it. So they have like an orchestra that is, is specifically making music that just makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm. And they have all this but it's crazy. The movie takes place in Cincinnati. Okay. It's about a cardiologist at Christ Hospital. And he's like, I guess he killed. He accidentally had a botched surgery. And he killed this one kid's dad. And then the kid is still close with him because the doctor feels bad. And it like forms a bond with this kid. This kid's like estranged. He's a strange kid. And then he puts like a, like a almost like a curse on the family. And their family all starts like getting paralyzed, like having all these medical, and they're like this, this like glorified, like healthy, like their dad's a cardiologist. They're all perfect shape. They have a perfect house and they all start going down with like paralysis and all this shit. And she plays and he starts losing his mind because the kid told him this. He thought the kid was just crazy. And you see this man who's like an image of like, you know, he's, he's a genius. He's a cardiologist, like a 
heart surgeon. Yeah. So he's like this, you know, super straight, straight headed, like doctor. And you just see him crumble and you see him like start, you know, yeah. just like his, his emotions and, and how he starts acting dude. And it's, it's so creepy to me and I, I won't ruin the ending, but it's, it's a fucking crazy. Movie. That's wild. Yeah. Have you seen, um, the devil all the time? No. It's a movie on Netflix and it's like a same type of thriller deal, but it's all like, like historical fiction basically. Nice. And so, I mean, it's like, I don't know, probably thirties, forties, something like that. Like in like Appalachia. And oh, dude, Appalachia freaks me out. It's like this kid growing up, and I mean, incest family. There's a lot of incest in Appalachia. It's kind of a lot to follow. It's been a minute, but like, yeah. uh, spoiler alerts for the devil all the time. But I mean, kid's mom dies, and the dad is just beyond himself and kills himself, kills their dog. Oh, I have seen this, dude. Yeah, with I have uh, Tom seen Holland. This. Yeah. Like intense, intense, super intense, super intense. And then they grow up, and the priest is having sex with his sister, yeah, and gets her pregnant. She kills herself. It's like, holy shit, yeah, dude, that was a fuck wild. Movie. And I remember I saw it, I'm like, oh, Tom Holland, Spider Man, <laughs> yeah, and I watched it. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck, fuck is going on? Yeah, because he crucifies their dog, yeah, what the fuck, yeah, and they're like praying to like the bones and shit, yeah, Ugh, wild. Dude. That that's what I'm saying, dude. Is there's some of those movies that just have you seen? Have you seen Midsummer? Uh-uh. Watch that shit on an empty stomach, man. It is, <laughs> but it's like such a it, it's such a light environment. Like they're at like a a spring festival, like the like spring in Sweden. Yeah, know, like all like dancing with flowers and stuff. A backstory to like it sounds familiar, but yeah. I don't I don't think I've seen it. I don't want to dive too deep in it because it'll take me two hours to explain <laughs> it. But it's uh it's a fucking creepy movie, dude. I'd recommend you watch it. Gotcha. Yeah. I've just really gotten into movies over COVID. I mean, what what else is there to do? Yeah. I I wouldn't say I know a whole lot, but I think I've watched enough that I can appreciate good movies, which has sort of made me not appreciate shitty movies. Okay. Even like just like action-packed movies. Like Expendables? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are movies that are entertaining for sure, but does yeah. that make them a good movie? Like, no. I was watching, uh, my roommate had Transformers on the other day. And I was oh, was like, the Mark Wahlberg one? No, no, not, not quite. Uh, Mark Wahlberg one fucking sucks. But it's like, it's entertaining. It's just like, yeah. what the hell's going on other than just like... Kitties, explosion, robots. Yeah, it was literally Megan Fox and yeah. CGI and like... I guess it's entertaining. The story's like lighthearted and fun whatever but like this is just it's so like vapid there's just like nothing to it there isn't you know that's that's kind of why i think it it hits so well when you're like nine yeah because it's literally like it's just visually like stimulating yeah and even now it's it's easy to sit down and relax and just chill the end of the day and watch that movie and i got no problem watching it or don't think anyone who likes it is like wrong by any means it's just if if I want to watch a good movie, you I want to get I into something. You want to get into the the plot. Yeah, I enjoy. I yeah. it's like it's like an art form, and I mean, I don't like art. Yeah, but like, I I I think it's funny you said that because I've actually like kind of like you said, COVID movies, good combo. I've gone in to started watching like some childhood movies I watched. Yeah, when I was a kid that I thought were sick, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, dude, I used to long car rides. I'd crank that two or three times. Uh, mainly because Lava Girl's a fucking babe. 
can't really say that because whatever. Yeah, she's probably like 13, but... We'll say she's she's definitely like 40 now, dude. She's your age, so I'd, I'd yeah. say it's fair. Growing up. Um, yeah, that movie to me, like, I was always so into it. Like, give him back his dream journal. Like, I was so into that fucking movie. And I watched it. That movie's fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. That movie actually is hot garbage. Yeah. George Lopez is in it. Does a terrible fucking <laughs> I job. I forgot about that. Yeah. Is the bad guy. Like, I don't even know what he's supposed to be. It's like Mr. Electric or something. He's like the big light bulb or some shit. Taylor Lautner plays Shark Boy. Yeah, he's I like the only thing that came out of that. that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it goes back and you're just like, I guess you realize you probably much more, have much more simple minds as a kid. But just like, I feel bad for my parents. I like, <laughs> to sit through it. Like, when I'm a parent, am I going to have to sit for two hours and watch like, Marmaduke and just want to blow my brains out the entire time. <laughs> I I watched uh oh when Disney Plus first started a couple years ago. I like I always have something on when I'm working. Like I just need something playing, some whatever. I put on a saw High School Musical on Disney Plus and yeah. I started watching it for whatever reason. That shit's terrible. Yeah. Oh my god, is the it voice bad? Voice acting sucks. I remember, like, I used to not like it. I was like, oh, my sister, this is a girl movie, blah blah blah. Like, it's they're dumb. singing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this movie's for girls. Now I watched it, like, for the plot. Fucking awful. Yeah. It's so bad. The yeah. Notebook. You ever seen that? No. Yeah. Horrible. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah. Actually, going back to the High School Musical, I realized Gabrielle is a dumbass. The way she talks so stupid. Dude. Oh yeah, it's just annoying. Pause between every fucking word. Why is it such a big deal that the f- basketball star wanted to be in a play? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. This is like this is what the entirety of the movie. Why is his dad such an asshole? Yeah. They won't let him be in a play because he's on the basketball team. Grow up, dude. That's the same thing with you ever watch, like if you watch Rudolph, like the the animated Christmas, like like the OG Rudolph. Yeah. You realize Santa's a fucking dick. Santa like completely. <laughs> completely excludes Rudolph and like makes fun of Rudolph. They all bully Rudolph just because he has a red fucking nose. Even, even Santa shits on Rudolph. <laughs> like what is that movie teaching? Oh, if you're like, different racism, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like what? Yeah. And then, and then use him when you need him. Like, like, oh, his, his nose skin is weird. What a fucking idiot. A fucking like, idiot. Banish a, him. yeah, he literally gets exiled from yeah. the North pole. Or- yeah. Fucking what's his name is uh Blitzen's a cock dude. You think you're going to be a reindeer, Rudolph? You have a red fucking nose. Yeah, no way. Until yeah. it gets foggy one night, and then boom. Boom, you all nice at a Rudolph. Yeah. Is it weird that I used to think, uh, I used to think that girl deer was hot? No, nah, it's reasonable. Lola Bunny and Space Jam? Yeah. <laughs> Original Lola Bunny. Original, before yeah. Before they gave her, like... LeBron James nerfed her. Yeah, for literally, <laughs> LeBron James nerfed Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh... God, it's so weird, man. It's so weird thinking about, like, I used to get, like, turned on by cartoons as a kid. Yeah. I guess there's still guys that do. They just, like, uh... Yeah, usually grow out of that when you grow out of cartoons, but some people just don't. Yeah, some people some people are into it, dude. But, uh, yeah, dude, I'm trying to think of my, my biggest cartoon crush. Oh, the, uh, um... Shit, I don't remember a character's name. One of the girls from Avatar. Well, uh... Uh... Is your name Cora? It's not Cora. No, Cora's the Cora's in the other one. Who's who Avatar, like the purple like the blue cats or like Oh, the... I meant the show, but I used to think that the main chick in the, <laughs> the Avatar one. Yeah. Yeah, dude. dude, when that came out, I don't know what I was like seven or eight. Yeah. Like 
damn yeah yeah she was like they're giant cats we watched that at my house like three days ago i was like tab? wow these are some memories i forgot i, I had lo- i low-key tap that nine foot cat woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying to dude i used to think uh uh like the bitchy cheerleader girl at kim possible like kim possible is like high school nemesis not shigo the chick with the green hair and shit but like the bitch on the cheerleading team you know how there's like the, oh kinda yeah I, I used to think she would smoke dude which one was she dude dude it was one of like the one of the she was on like the bad guys team but she was like super flirty with one of the other characters was she a firebender yeah I think I remember what you're talking about she was very flirty with uh who's who's the dipshit brother dude how do I not remember any of this I've watched it when I was a kid and then rewatched it recently I should remember this I used to think Korra was hot Korra's the waterbender one right or the uh Katara Katara that's it yeah Korra because they got another like the second series the legend of Korra that's what I think that was going off of I never seen it but that was pretty good too worth a watch you thinking what about like movies that as a kid you thought were like you don't think much of them then you watch them again when you grow up you're like this is a good ass movie Richie Terabithia I haven't seen that in a hot minute dude I remember I was really into it as a guy I remember crying as a kid yeah watching it and then I remember watching it again and I was like man it's a good movie dude you ever seen um the Lego Batman movie no I haven't seen it. I heard the Lego movies are fucking hilarious dude yeah they're awesome yeah I haven't seen any of them like they're made for kids and but they're like adult humor kind of yeah they're yeah. good it's like some of those like little like adult jokes like baked yeah. in um a Batman makes a joke about not paying his taxes which is just like funny yeah um yeah dude I'm a, I'm a Lego slut too yeah that's, yeah you'd love it yeah dude. it's good shit like uh B movie it slaps all movie does slap i'm trying to think you brought up a good point most of those pixar movies are still like i can watch them whenever yeah, they're still great i think um like the animation in the first nemo yeah like it's it's incredible still now like with, with the technology we have now the first nemo is you look at like you watch the first toy story movie and you're like i can tell this is made in 2002 yeah. or whatever whenever it was made you watch nemo and you're like fuck dude like this is crazy like, yeah it's the picture right Pixar always hits it out of the park oh dude fucking meet the robinsons do you remember that movie yeah vaguely that meet the a robinsons slaps yeah i think i'm gonna be honest i cry so the one where the kid got adopted into like the genius family or something yeah and he gets adopted by the genius family just to find out the dad of the genius family is him oh shit i didn't remember that yeah. at all damn we have to watch that crazy movie dude you should watch it it you it's know, wild. I I got emotional from it, man. It gets you emotional. It hit, hits your uh pulls the heartstrings. Yeah, I could watch the SpongeBob nice. movie like every weekend. Yeah, it's always a classic. Any Sponge any SpongeBob in the first couple seasons. I love how they have Hasselhoff in it. Oh yeah, he, like shoots him back with like his his back. Dude, there's we watched that one time. Oh, some girl on my cheer team said, uh, she's like, who's that guy from the uh the lifeguard from the SpongeBob movie, like David Hasselhoff. Like, is that how you know who that is? Like, he's not famous from that. But, I mean, it, the new generation, it's wild. Yeah, dude. My neighbor, he's like, he's in middle school. He's in eighth grade. Had no idea who Sean White was. Really? I know that's, like, a little bit off topic, but kind of remind me, like, there's a whole generation of people, that the generation coming up, that has no idea who Sean White is. That's weird, because, like, he's still in the Olympics, but, I mean, he's not, like, 
He used to be like a huge pop culture guy. Yeah, because or like his, uh, his infamous hair. And yeah, for sure. I'm talking Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> like and uh, Ryan Sheckler. Yeah, he was like he was the coolest thing when we he were like was, twelve years shit. old. We were talking about this today, me and so all my roommates cheer with me, and we're talking about like we're born in '99. Yeah, there's some next year we're gonna be fifth years in college, which is just weird. Like, damn, dude, these freshmen coming in. You remember when we were in high school listening to the uh, 2016 freshman cipher? Yeah. They're, the freshmen coming into college this year were in elementary school when that came out. Oh, it makes me feel terrible. We're like, damn, dude, that's wild. Yeah. That's that steep. wild. They were born after Attack of the Clones came out. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. Oh. Were they born in, like, 2005? Four, I think. Like this next coming class. Kids on the team now born in 2003, which is still weird. Post Shrek. Post Shrek. That's another movie, kids movie that hits. Yeah. Did you know Rosa Parks was alive when Shrek came out? I didn't. Yeah. I wonder if she watched Shrek. I don't know. If she went to the theater, she could sit anywhere she wants. Shout out Rosa Parks. Shout out Rosa Parks, man. A true woman. Yeah. She's a fucking badass, dude. This isn't a, a new thing, but I saw a while ago someone's like, putting up millions of dollars that they'd pay to like fertilize a baby with uh LeBron and Serena. That'd be insane. They're like a robot. Yeah. Do you know Serena Williams is married and has a kid with the co-founder of Reddit? I didn't know that. I knew she had a kid, but yeah. That's weird. Her husband it's 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 just funny to me because to me like Serena Williams like probably the best American female athlete of all time. Yeah. And she got wifed up. Like, you'd think, like, you, know, you think a, a woman that, that's life is so consumed by athletics, you think she'd get, you know, she, she'd marry or, or, you know, get together with another sports player? I'd think at her build, she'd married, like, a, an NBA player yeah. for sure. Yeah, dude, because she's, she's fucking jacked. Yeah. Her legs, dude, she's, yeah. her legs are insane. She's just, like, an just, absolute physical specimen. Literally. But for her to just, you know, Guess she just won herself a little nerd boy. Got yeah, herself I, the co-founder of Reddit. I, I I've never seen this guy, but I can only imagine what the co-founder looks, of Reddit he looks, looks like. like. What you think the co-founder <laughs> of Reddit would look like? Yeah, not Serena Williams type in my mind, but hey, I think that's cool, man. Opposites attract. Yeah, go for it. It makes it fun, dude. With the athletes, the Olympics going on right now. See the pictures from Beijing? They got the ski jump next to the yeah. nuclear power plant. Crazy. That is fucked up. I know. Like. Dude, what the hell is the, what is it, the IOC? How are they deciding this shit? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, th- I think there's a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of problems that the, uh, the Olympics haven't really properly handled. I mean, I saw that, but the one thing I heard about today, too, is I guess there's like a 15, 16-year-old Russian figure skater who just won gold, but she tested positive for, like, banned substances. <laughs> like, of course. Just get Russia out of the fucking Olympics. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. How many times can you cheat and get away with it? In the same problem, who the fuck is doping up a fifteen-year-old figure, figure skater? Yeah, dude. Like, well, unless she's taking dog protein with the with yeah, the DGH. <laughs> yeah, that G, that DGH, dude. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got we got demonetized by uh, actually, dog protein dropped us. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess after I said um. That my cousin gave it to her infant. Yeah. A lot of people started giving it to their infants and 
A lot of kickback. Yeah, a lot of kickback. Yeah, rest that's unfortunate. Peace, rest in peace to Jamie, Tommy, Jimmy, and, and little Tobin. Uh, your lives will not go unremembered. Yeah, pour one out. Fuck! It's the finale. We're going to ask him a random question, and we're going to see how he answers right on the spot. Today's question is, if you had to eradicate an endangered animal, completely wipe it off the earth, it's no longer a species on this living earth, what endangered animal would it be? Are we talking practically or like, is this personal? I prefer personal. Hmm. Do you want some examples of endangered animals? Yeah, if there's a list I could pick from. I can think of a few off the top of my head, yeah. but... Uh, the red panda. Okay. The orangutan. Snow leopard. The polar bear. The sloth. And most notably, the honeybee. Oh, not bees. That's for sure. Yeah, we'd all die if we killed the bees. Yeah, no, I fuck with bees. Um... Still got time. I got I got a theory on bees after after. Yeah, of course, man. We got um, shit, dude. Probably the red panda. Fuck China. Yeah, dude. I. <laughs> that's not the route I was going, but <laughs> I would I'd probably hunt the red panda too, just because. Yeah, I think raccoon hats are dope. Yeah, but I think a red panda hat would be way cooler. That'd be. It's got to be soft too. Oh yeah. I remember we had a science book in like fifth grade. Red panda was on the cover. Saw that yeah. shit every day. I feel like you could make like the remaining pelt into like a sick jacket. You're hard as fuck. You make a pretty sick purse out of that. Yeah, dude. Imagine like Valentine's oh, Day. So become what's your what's your hat made out of? The last red panda on Earth. <laughs> the last red panda. Yeah, this shit's it, it's one of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind, literally. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That'd be so funny if like the news just breaks, like world news, like last red panda eradicated by this man it's just like you have the red panda <laughs> this podcaster ricky pumpkin seed podcaster ricky pumpkin seed rocking a panda hat <laughs> climbed into the, the zoo exhibit at the atlanta zoo dude shout out harambe went in the super bowl for him this yeah, sunday i know man yeah hungover monday everyone's gonna be listening to cougar bait yeah word but let me hear your uh let me hear your thoughts on bees dude i was telling one uh one of my buddies in high school about this um bees are going endangered start rounding them up now yeah you gotta like get get yourself a strong colony okay like a good queen a good queen a good a queen. queen lots of strong workers i mean Go like queen. you can have as many bees as you can like feasibly like yeah manage Collect. Yeah. yeah like as many as you want and then like once you got them all really like start going to town killing the rest of them and then you have an absolute monopoly on like the bee market yeah all the honey's yours Jeez. Anyone wants to pollinate their plants, dude. You're paying me, dude. You can do. There's like, there's this weird thing. I, I read it. I don't. I'm not gonna be able to say it in exact detail, but there's this weird like, um, like strand because they've genetically modified corn over the years. Oh uh, yeah. To like, there's a certain strand of corn that's owned by a corporation, and due to like wind and like weather, a lot of time the kernels from one farm go to the other farm. And if you have this certain strand of corn on your property, you have to pay like a tax what the to fuck? this corporation. And a lot of the time, like people accidentally get this corn just from like weather, but they run a fucking monopoly, dude. They got they're billionaires just off of the fucking corn market. So you could easily <laughs> you could easily do that with uh, bees, man. 
That's fucking ridiculous. Why don't you yeah. just go like plant some corn in your neighbor's field and like, all right, gotta pay me. All right, dude. You owe me two grand. Dude, there's a uh Supreme Court case. I only know this because me and me and my buddy, my roommate actually looked it up more often, like too in depth. Like we shouldn't have spent so much time looking up this Supreme Court case. Yeah. It's called Wickard versus Filburn. Okay. So there's some shit about like I'm not going to explain this super well, but there was, you're only allowed to grow so much wheat on your property. This is back in like the twenties or something like great depression era. Yeah. And so only allowed to grow so much wheat because they wanted you to still have to buy wheat to stimulate like uh, the economy, I guess, or some, yeah. something like that. So this man, I forget which one was Wickard and which one was Philburn. But he grew too much wheat and he was like selling his wheat, but like kept the excess for his family. So he didn't have yeah. to buy any. And the uh, the government came in and said, no, you can't do that. And like find him. And he's like, what the hell? I can't like grow what I want on my own property. I'm still doing this. I'm still buying from here. But like I'm growing it for myself. Went to the Supreme, went to the Supreme Court and they said, doesn't matter. You can't grow that much wheat on your property. Jeez. Government overreach. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Yeah, yeah that was I, just the If fun. I want to grow opium in my backyard, I have every right. Yeah. Like, what, what did my founding fathers fight for? Combat the, the prescription drug war we're fighting right now. Just straight opium, dude. Well, I think it is opioids is the problem. But yeah. fight Big Pharma with, dude, homemade. With, or, with organic. That's or, what I meant. Organic, organic homegrown opium. Yeah. opioids. All right. We start growing opium with our bee colony. Shit's gonna be crazy. You heard it here, folks. Bees, opium, monopoly. Red panda hats. Red panda hats. Well, Harold, thanks for coming on, man. Pleasure. You were a pleasure of a guest. I enjoyed every second of this. And uh, don't drop any, don't drop any women, man. I'll do my best. You know, I'm, I'm I really appreciate you opening the eyes to uh, the support of male cheerleading. Absolutely. And uh, you know, glad we could have a. Uh, Couple, couple, couple giggles from out of there, man. I had a good time. All right, man. Cougar bait. Roar. Cougar bait.